0: for another episode of the WN- WNBA. Wow. Wow. Can I speak? Can I talk? Thank you. All right. Let's try that again. We're back for another episode of the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You know the voice. You know, it's me. It's really real, villain really real. It's real from a junior. How are you doing on this wonderful Saturday? Scott Rochelle, what's going on?
1: Nothing much. Feels good. I had to get out the brooms last episode because I ended up sweeping, which was nice. Anytime there's only two games on the card and you sweep it, that's a pretty good feeling. But yeah, uh, Lynx got the job done. It wasn't easy. I expected it to be a close game because it was basically a must-win game for both teams, especially with Phoenix now also missing Diggin Smith for the rest of the season. So I don't want to say Phoenix is officially cooked, but I think we can say that uh, Phoenix is officially cooked. Is that fair? Yeah, pretty much. So based on that, I was happy the Lynx got the job done. And then we both had some Liberty Biberty action at around plus 160. And that worked out very well. It was a slow start for the Liberty. And then the last three quarters, they absolutely cooked them. And we weren't surprised. Dallas clinched a playoff spot already. They really had nothing to play for. Mm -hmm. They still have nothing to play for, which will make this interesting later on in the show. But we thought the Liberty would bounce back, and they did. So ended up sweeping, which was nice. But looking forward to the pretty, I'd say, important games on today's card. Because we currently have a lot of teams tied for the final eight spot of the playoffs.
0: Four to be a Yeah, that's a lot. And uh, most of them, I believe three of them are in action today, right? Yep, very uh-huh. much so. And I'm ready to get into it. I don't know about you, but before we do that, we got to talk about WinBet and their bet $100. Get $100 free bet for all new customers. And if you're betting baseball, it's the best place is WinBet because you're getting the same bets that you would have placed anywhere else. But guess what? You are getting reduced juice in those games. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000 there's so much shoes from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. So don't just join winbet. Use our link, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet, W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Claim your free bet today. Offer such a change, terms, conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where a play-through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And. Odds Trader, the best place to compare odds from all major sports books. So if you want to make sure, you know, you think I'm lying and Wynn's not giving you the best odds, just go down there and check check the list, see what odds Wynn is giving you compared to all the other sports books. You can do that on Odds Trader. Plus, you can compare different signup codes, promotions from the sports books, get the best deal. I'm about to log in and try to get me a sign-up code on a book I haven't done before because I'm here back home in the state of Virginia, and guess what? They offer offer you key game statistics. They offer you player statistics, injury reports, projected game day weather, even a bet tracker to keep record of keep record of everything you're betting. Go to oddsTrader.com/slash BlueWire, oddsTrader.com/slash BlueWire, oddsTrader the number one site for all your game day bets. Scott Studio Rochelle, Let's get into this four game slate cuz this pack we got some, we got a lot of basketball coming up in the next two days. It's great. First off, we have the Washington Mystics traveling to play the Indiana Fever, minus 13 and a half for the Washington Mystics on the road, 159 and a half on the total. I can't see how much of the money is on them, but I see 93% of the bets on the Washington Mystics right now. Let's dive into a quick injury report and see if there's anything out of the ordinary that we know to expect for this game. And that is Heinz Allen is out right now with an illness. She's not going to be playing in this game. And for the fever, it is a pretty, no, we have. Danielle Robertson, who was not playing this, she's out with a shoulder. But the usual suspects that are out, Kelsey Mitchell, she's out. And it looks like Tiffany Mitchell is questionable as well to go on to that injury report. All right, Scott, do we keep fate in Indiana?
1: First of all, I actually looked at the schedule. I misspoke. I thought that a couple of the four teams that were tied for the seven spot or eight spot or however you want to describe it. Actually, all four of them are playing tonight, so my bad there. <laughs> uh, I thought it was three out of four, my bad, but I forgot the Liberty were playing a, uh, a back-to-back there with the Dream coming up next, but still, mm-hmm. uh, to go through the actual first game, I find this line particularly tricky because, of course, the Fever are terrible, and we know this. Now, they did look good for one half against the Wings and then completely punted their double Digit lead in the second half and lost in overtime Mm -hmm. But the mystics Are currently one Game behind Seattle For the four seed Mm -hmm. And I guess the Question remaining is how seriously Washington is going To take this game I think that's the main Question that people Are kind of asking Themselves right now because we know if Washington fully tries They should probably Farewell, well, yeah, but I, I we don't so. know how seriously they're going to take this game. Now, if you want to actually look at Washington's numbers so far this season against Seattle, because there's a decent chance that this might come down to a tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. So I have to quickly just pull up how they've done in the head-to-heads this season. Uh Yeah, Seattle's up 2-1. So... It's a bit tricky, but you're looking at Seattle's game tonight and it's basically a one and a half spread. So there's a decent chance they could lose. Mm-hmm. Do you think Washington goes all out here? Or do you think they start potentially resting some players, make sure Deladon's healthy and just move on from there? I think
0: they, whoa, that is embarrassing. Oh, somebody's really going to give me shit. <laughs> I'm out to catch so much shit for that. My bad. I thought I put it on do not disturb people. All right. Oh, man, I'm so mad. Oh, I'm really upset because I'm going to catch a lot of shit for that. <laughs> you got <you> to <laughs> give the me text message time. response. Yeah, they're going to give me such a they're going to give me such a hard time. It's hilarious because they're like, oh, whose phone is it? Oh, it's Terrell. It's Terrell. Like, oh, man, I know. But we're, that's going to test us and see if Sean and Ryan are listening to our show, because if I don't get a text from anybody like, dog, your phone went off during the show, mm-hmm. then that's how I know they weren't listening. All right. Uh, what was the? Let's go back to what we were talking about. Do you think the Mystics fully try for this game? I think they do. Do you think Daladon fully plays no restrictions whatsoever? I think they do today and take tomorrow off because you got to think Seattle's playing a back to back too. Like basically everybody here is playing. Everybody here is playing a back to back. Yeah, the, well, the Liberty had yesterday off, technically, but... Yeah, but I'm talking about for tomorrow. So, for yeah. today's Sunday, tomorrow's games, they're all going to have a back-to-back, basically. And so... Well, you mean a... there are no games on the 13th. There are okay. games on the 14th. What's today? Oh, it today's is Friday. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bro, why I think today was Saturday. Like, I've been walking around all day thinking today is Saturday. It's Friday. Game. Yeah. Hey, my favorite TV show don't come on today, then. Ah, oh, Man. That's really upsetting. I really thought today was Saturday. It's Friday. It's definitely Friday. All right. Regardless, I'm sorry. We're, we're all over the place early on. It's Look, fine. I'm, you just I don't know what's going on. I just Either blew way. your mind a little bit. Yeah, you really did. I've been wa- I've really been walking around all day today. Just thinking today was Saturday. Moving like today was Saturday. It's actually Friday. All right. I have a lot of things I have to fix it from today. <laughs> Either way, what I'm meant to say is that The day of the week isn't the point here. The point is, I feel like Washington can look at Seattle and genuinely say, hey, I think Seattle can drop that next game on Sunday versus the Aces. And if they drop that game, and if they somehow drop this game, we're still in it. Now, if Seattle wins tonight, I think they just go ahead and sit everybody because ultimately, you know, it doesn't matter what happens yeah. if they get the win tonight and Seattle also gets the win tonight. So I think they go all out because what if what if Seattle loses later? They have an earlier game than Seattle, so they won't know the score. What if Seattle does lose later? Then you still may have an opportunity to have a higher seat than them. So I think they go all out tonight. And then, you know, as I predicted weeks ago, the Fever get a not full strength, six team and get their last win of the season to end the season on a quote unquote high note, <laughs> but yeah, no. So because I think they go all out, I think they actually thrashed the the fever today. I think it's going to be really bad. I'll yeah. go ahead and back to Washington minus 13 and a half. Even though I hate that I'm getting the end of the number, I'll just go ahead and back it.
1: I'm with you on this one. I feel like you touched upon the most underrated, I'd say factor of this matchup, which is the time of the game compared to Seattle's. And if Seattle's game was first, this would be a completely different animal because Seattle could win, and Washington knows they have nothing to play for. But since Washington goes first, they can put the pressure on. Mm -hmm. Because if they lose this game, then Seattle can basically arrest everybody. So there's two ways to look at this. But the point is, I do think Washington comes out trying to put the pressure on, and Indiana has played one good half in basically two months. (laughs) just so happens I had money on Dallas in that game, but I don't want to talk about it. But still, I'm going to go with Washington. We know they're the better team. We know defensively they're great. Offensively, they have enough firepower to get the job done as well. This Indiana team just stinks. So I'm going to go with Washington. I think they'll get the job done. I don't mind first half. I do think that Washington could just jump them. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't surprise me early. But based on how good this defense is, that was the main reason why... Indiana did well against Dallas in the first half on last uh, last Saturday is because Dallas gave up 50 something points in the first half you better believe Washington is not giving up 50 plus points in any half so I do think Washington's defense clamps down the offense looks good I'll take the mystics as well
0: yeah and just something to add to that as well Indiana has surprised us over you know a couple of games getting out to some leads I'm I'm not opposed to a live play here. If I see Indiana get out to a lead in the first quarter.
1: If it drops below 10, I think it's an easy bet.
0: Yeah, definitely the line, but just more of just the second quarter number. Whatever that second quarter number is, I will bet it if Indiana gets out to a lead just because I know the Mystics play better in that second quarter, that's when their defense really locks in. And that's where that second quarter under everybody's talking about comes in because their defense really locks in that second quarter. So if the, if the fever get out early, then I'm definitely down for just taking a, you know, a Washington. It'd probably be what minus four and a half minus five, something like that in the second quarter. I would play a bit like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, For the under, I mean, under, over under 159 and a half. I'm, just, I'm still with Washington under. I'm just not going to think about it. Yep. All right. Next game on the slate, we have the Indiana Fever Hour. Indi- not Indiana Fever. What? No. Why am I still st- talking about the other game? I cannot get it together today, guys. Wow. I am so sorry, everyone. The New York Liberty Hour. New York Liberty. Liberty Biberty are playing the Atlanta Dream in the ATL, minus one-and-a-half for the New York Liberty, 160 for the total. Dropped three points from 163. Interesting there, going over to an injury report for these two teams and for the Indy, not Indiana, why am I stuck on Indiana? The Atlanta Dream. The Atlanta Dream, we have Mo Billings, who was probable with that ankle injury, so she could play, but as you know, uh, Tiffany Hayes, Nia Coffey, Asia Dirt, and Christy Wallace are all out for the season. Going. Not,
1: knock on wood, it says the Liberty are fully healthy.
0: <laughs> yeah, super knock on wood that the Liberty are fully healthy. Nothing to report for the New York Liberty. So let's see how, how much longer we can do with that. But, hey, I mean, we had the point of the season where we talked about it for a little while. The Liberty? Can play some pretty decent ball here. I mean they are such a psycho team though. Yeah, it, it just does it doesn't make sense. But they're healthy. They're they're healthy, and that's what we asked for. So I does do this I, just have home and home split to you? It kinda does. It really, it, it kind of does. I think the I Liberty think have a better chance of game, sweeping.
1: Though. I think the Liberty have a better chance of sweeping these two games than Atlanta does because of the injuries. Yeah. But I have a real hard time trusting the Liberty on the road. They're 6-11 on the highway. Now, we both backed them last episode mm-hmm. solely because Dallas was going to be hungover from celebrating their playoff s- spot clinching. And they got the first one. And they got the first one. They got the first one, too. So the Liberty were motivated. And if you really look at how that game turned out, Dallas looked good early on, and it just seemed like they flipped the switch and said, why are we even trying in this game? And Liberty absolutely smacked them. So I think this game's going to be very close. It's... Basically a must-win game for both teams. Yeah. You know that in a back-to-back, great job by the league scheduling this back-to-back. By the way, because they couldn't have played in a more perfect situation. Yeah, no, it's
0: the perfect situation. I'm not even mad about the back-to-back because it's the perfect situation. It is
1: like you—you you always want at the end of the year instead of scoreboard watching. You kind of just wish they would play each other, and the winner yeah. would decide to make gets the playoff spot. That's basically
0: what this is. That's yeah, what we got. Games. So, and I think the best isn't the best case scenario. Well. The worst case scenario is getting swept, of course, but like, yeah, it could go one and one and be like, well, I mean, kind of kept ourselves in the same position. And you just kind of hope that, you know, Minnesota and and Phoenix just kind of falter in these next two games. And, but we're going to talk about Phoenix and Minnesota in a bit. Phoenix, actually, uh, they
1: have some interesting matchups too, because Dallas has no reason to try against Phoenix tonight, but Phoenix has no great players besides the Shields because. Taurasi mm-hmm. and Diggins are out for the year, but we'll get back to them in a second. Ah, uh, this one's really tough. You look at the two regular season meetings so far, Liberty won the first one on the road back in late June by 12. Mm-hmm. Second one, Atlanta won by 11, but that was an overtime on the road. And I believe they hit a game I tying that three. Game. Yeah. I remember the, that game. Yeah. Cause I had the Liberty, they, they had a game tying yeah. three with like two seconds left and they ended up winning in overtime. So the Liberty could very well be two and against this team. As much as I want to make a case for a home-and-home, because I do think that the home team winning both games would just not surprise me, and I love the Liberty in the finale, I think I'm going to take the Liberty in this one. And I think even though I just talked about how it's going to be tough to beat this team in the ATL, Dreamer's still below 500 at home, but it's really the health differential for me. And the fact that the Liberty have Natasha Howard back after the ankle scare a couple of days ago, and the fact that Laney's healthy now. We know that UNESCO's very good. We saw that Dangerfield's hit or miss. Dolson's been okay. But I like the fact that in these two must-win games, the Liberty are actually clean on the injury report, Mm -hmm. and Atlanta's still missing a couple of key pieces. Now, Wheeler and Howard can do enough to carry them across the finish line, But if you want to talk about a road team that could get the job done in these two games, Mm -hmm. I think it's a good spot for the Liberty. They got a nice confidence boost after beating the crap out of Dallas last time out. Whether they were trying or not doesn't really matter. They still won a must-win game previously. I think UNESCO rises to the occasion. I wonder, even though Howard being really good and clearly the rookie of the year, she's still a rookie. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if the moment might be a little bit too big or if the whole team, since it's young, might be pressed. The Liberty made the playoffs last year. Technically, they've been here before. I'm going to trust
0: Atlanta to blink first. So I'm going to take the Liberty. All right. I, it's I'll really take, tough. I'm going to take the Liberty. I don't really like it. I but,
1: don't know if you agree with my angle about the no, potential pressure and everything. No, like yeah, that, I but. agree.
0: I like, I like the angle. I think it's, you know, I th- some people... It's easier to doubt a rookie that they can't do it than to just sit here and say, oh, they can with nothing, you know, to back it. I mean, a lot of rookies in that position, how good or how bad, you know, some have faltered in that. So I don't... I trust
1: UNESCO more in the situation than Howard. That's kind of my point.
0: Yeah, and I guess it's... I kind of... I think for me, it's a little bit more of... I trust how the defense for the Liberty has been playing better than I trust the defense for the Atlanta Dream. I mean... Liberty are giving up the second most points per game in the last five games, 73.8 points. And the Atlanta Dream giving up 85.2. And, you know, if you give this Liberty team opportunity, they're going to kill you for it. So I can absolutely see a situation where Atlanta kind of gets out fast. And as the Liberty typically tend to do in a lot of their games is they roar back in the second half. They come out a second half firing all those shots that wasn't going Mm -hmm. in the first half go in the second half. And so I like Atlanta first quarter. If you want to go for a quarter angle, yeah, I think with yeah. the home crowd, it wouldn't
1: surprise me if Atlanta's is up five. And after Liberty, the, first quarter. the Liberty
0: starts slow. I actually yeah. love an Atlanta first quarter play, but, and I, I would switch tw- filter around. I see it out. there some halftime full-time results. I wouldn't be mad at a halftime Atlanta full-time Liberty, but I think the Liberty do ultimately do just enough to get this done. And, you know, three point percentage is big for me, especially because the Liberty take the most per game. And Atlanta is towards the bottom of the league in the last five defending three right now. So Yeah, give me New York Liberty. Minus one and a half It's ugly, but I'll take it. Yep. All right, let's move. uh, Well, total, I mean, everybody seems to be on the under. It's dropped three points.
1: It's really interesting. Now, the second game landed 173, did go to overtime there. The Liberty only scored two points in overtime. So the game was relatively high scoring in the first place. (laughs) I mean, it was 158 in regulation, and then it went to overtime there. So for this one 0150 it it 158 technically would go under mm-hmm. uh but i think i'm going to lean to the under in this one i think the reason why this line is so low is solely because of the importance of the game yeah it's, and like, maybe it's a game.
0: It's
1: a maybe game. they're expecting the refs to let them play a little bit more because of the actual stakes involved in this game mm-hmm. i think i'm going to lean to the under as a result there's no chance I'm actually playing the under, but I'm assuming it's this low solely because of the overall importance of the game, and they're expecting the refs to let them play a bit. I hope the refs let them play a bit. Yeah. I hate for a playoff spot to be determined by ticky-tack free throws, Yeah. but I'm going to go
0: with the under. I don't feel great about it, though. All right. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, let's go to the next game on the slate. We have the Seattle Storm playing the Minnesota Lynx. Storm are the road team in this one, minus two on the road for the Storm, 164.5 on the total. Let's drift over here to the injury report and see. We have pretty clean you know, uh, for the Minnesota Lynx, which is good for them. <laughs> and so Damaris Dances, as we already know, is out for the season. And then we also have for the Seattle Storm – Russell, who's out for the season, as it's always been. So pretty, two pretty clean, injury reports for both of these teams. Storm trying to solidify their playoffs, seeding. Minnesota trying to make the playoffs. What's going to give?
1: But once again, this game might not matter for Seattle if Washington somehow loses to Indiana. So just keep that in mind. Got to say it, you know, there's a chance that Seattle could pull everybody in the second half. But Minnesota seems to be finally healthy. Dantas is out, but Collier's back. I know she's barely played since returning from pregnancy, but she's still mm-hmm. there, which is a big mm-hmm. boost. Uh, fouls is, of course, still doing fouls things. I guess the question I have for you, do you think that home court would be enough to get Minnesota over the hump here? Because we know for a fact, Seattle's the better team. Yeah, we know that's, I mean, Seattle's eight games over Minnesota's six games under The regular season series, you had one close game. That close game was in Minnesota back in the middle of June, but Seattle's Mm 3-0, and I think they have too much firepower. I think it's also worth mentioning the one close game was a Commissioner's Cup game, if you want to differentiate. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, Sue Bird did not play because of an illness in that close game, so there is a little bit of an asterisk there near the – Two point victory because if Bird You're was playing,
0: talking me off the ledge of Minnesota.
1: I'm just throwing it out there that Bird did not play in the close game, so I, I do want to kind of throw in all the variables here before making a decision. It would not surprise me. Minnesota is leading at halftime, but I just think Minis- I think that Minnesota doesn't have enough for me to pick them. And for the record, I'm biased. I'm completely rooting for Seattle because <laughs> I still have the Liberty, you know, winning the title, which is not going to happen, but. The point is, I need Minnesota to basically lose out. Yeah. Because they're ahead of New York. And if you look yeah. at the upcoming schedule for Minnesota, they play Connecticut in the finale. So it's yeah. very doable for Minnesota to lose these two games. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take Seattle. Assuming Washington wins, I expect Seattle to come out here motivated and trying mm-hmm. to win. And Minnesota's been playing better lately, but I look at the level of competition, they've really taken advantage of the weaker teams on their schedule. They beat Phoenix on the road, beat Atlanta, lost to Seattle, beat the Sparks, beat the Dream. Mm-hmm. And then the games before that, lost to the Sun, lost to the Sun, lost to the Mystics. The point is they're beating up on the teams that are near them, but mm-hmm. the teams that are in the top five in the standings, they just can't beat. I'm going to take Seattle.
0: Yeah, uh, I was almost with you. You, had, you were getting me close. like You were pulling me, pulling me, pulling me, and I was almost with you. Ultimately, I'm just going to go with the fact that this is Sylvia Fowles' last home game in Minnesota. And I'm not discrediting what Subert means to Seattle, but I've seen this Minnesota team get up just because they thought, you know, there was a chance that Sylvia wasn't going to come back and finish the season, or, you know, whether it was her last game against the sky and they got up for that game, got a really big win. I'm just going to back Seattle. Not Seattle. I'm going to back Minnesota in this one. I think Seattle is the better team, but I just think they get up. The home atmosphere is going to be absolutely insane tonight for her last game. And I I think everybody else around that team, especially Ariel Powers, like I think everybody else steps up and rises to the occasion for Sylvia Fowles in this one. It feels like this is like a David and Goliath because Seattle is clearly the better team. but It's,
1: it's going to be close throughout. I'm just picking Seattle yeah. to have a little
0: bit too much at the end. I think I think Minnesota finds a way to eke it, eke it out and get Sylvia Fowler's her last win. Potentially her last win in Minnesota because it's not for certain they make the playoffs. That's another reason. It's not 100% certain that they make the playoffs. Seattle fans knew for a fact that they were going to see Sue Bird again at one point, but it's not 100% that... The Minnesota makes the playoffs, so I think they show out here and get a win.
1: I, th- I think it's going to be close, but I'll take Seattle by, like, four. All right. I'm not, I'm not. I'm probably not going to have action. Maybe an in-play if it gets one-sided early on, but we'll see.
0: I think I'll play Minnesota. I'm definitely going to play Minnesota first half. I'm actually going to make that bet. That's a lock. Let me go ahead and lock that up now. I'm going to make that.
1: I, I don't I'm mind that play either. either. Seattle, yeah. we've seen get off to some slow starts every now yeah, and then. I'm betting Minnesota first half. That's happening. All
0: right. Um, 164.5. What you doing in total?
1: This this is a tough call. I think I'm going to go with the over mm-hmm. in this one. Uh, from what I've seen, two of the three meetings ended up landing 166 or higher. The one exceptional ended 160. In that game, I said before where Suber didn't play, which of course is a factor. I like both offenses. I'm going to go with the over.
0: Yeah, I I'm leaning over as well. I think that I just think Minnesota is going to keep up. I don't think. Seattle's going to slow down. I just think Minnesota keeps up in this one, and it's a great – I think this is game of the night. I I absolutely do think this is game of the night. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next game in the slate, we have the Dallas Wings on the road playing the Phoenix Mercury. Wings are favored by one and a half on the road, 160 on the total, crashing down from 165 and a half, probably something to do with Skylar Davis-Smith saying that she's done –
1: Listen. I have no idea what the hell to do
0: with this game. I'm, I have I'm gonna no idea. I'm going to let you talk it out. But, injury report, as we talked about when we led the show, Scala diggins Smith is out with the illness. She's not coming back. And for the, you already know that Dion Tarasi is out for the season. You know that Brittany Griner is wrongfully detained. So, you know, top three players gone. And then we have the Dallas Wings where where are they at? Oh yeah. And Arique Gonwale's, again, not playing in this game. She's probably gonna miss their first playoff series, maybe be done for the season. If they don't get out that first round, I mean, I'm I'm gonna let you just kind of talk it out a little bit. <laughs> I kind of think I know where I'm going with this, but what what are you what are you thinking?
1: So Phoenix has won without. Uh, Tarazi and Smith playing. It was against the Liberty uh, about a week ago. And yeah, the problem that they run into is that you look at the overall roster with those two being out, it's not impressive. Now, the counterpoint is that the Wings have absolutely nothing to play for. If you want to look at the actual standings, the Wings are currently three games behind the Mystics and they're three games ahead of Minnesota. The problem is there's only two games left, so it doesn't matter what the hell they do moving forward. Do they bench everybody? I don't think they do. Probably in the finale, right? Not this game, the finale. Yeah,
0: yeah I, don't, I think it's more of a finale. I, I think, I don't even know if they bench everybody for the entire fia- finale, because I still think that this game matters in a sense of, you need to figure out what you're doing in the first round without a like you gotta have rotation solidified. You gotta have your set solidified. You gotta know, hey, if we're in this situation, this is how we're gonna respond without Eriq. If we're in this situation, this is how we're gonna respond without Eriq. I think
1: and they figured that they out already, though, because they beat Chicago and Vegas without Eriq about a week and a half ago.
0: She wasn't out for both of those games, was she?
1: I thought she was. I don't know. I'm like ninety percent sure she was, and then she came back against Indiana. They were awful. And she got injured and they came back and won without her. I, I still think it's a potential Ewing theory going on with Dallas. Yeah. But I'm not gonna st- it's it's always difficult to suggest a team might be better without as a leading score. But from what I've seen from Dallas recently, they've looked pretty good without her. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. So when you're talking about figuring it out. I think they already have. But it's a question of if you want to put your best foot forward entering the playoffs. I think I'm gonna take Dallas. It's a must-win game for Phoenix, but I, I just can't get past the lack of firepower on this team now. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I don't know what type of message it sends to the rest of the team. When you're in a must-win game, you're basically tied for the final playoff spot. And your two best players, I know that uh, Tarazzi got injured, but your two best players won AWOL. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you're supposed to get up for this game.
0: I don't uh, I, there's no I, chance
1: I'm betting this game, but I'm gonna go with Dallas
0: i', they're I mean, at least talented on get pay- up they beat i mean do you think Dallas just beat i mean the Liberty and Dallas just split I don't think that they're too far apart and they were able to beat the Liberty without either one of them, so maybe this is just a random get up spot for the Mercury it's a home game i'll I'll, I'll yeah. It's no way I bet this, but if I had to pick, I'll just go ahead and take Mercury. You're going to take who? I'll take the Mercury. I'll oh, Mercury, like okay. I'll just say they get up. They've got they've gotten up and without those two before and beat the Liberty. And I think the Liberty are very comparable to Dallas. So
1: I'll I just... think my favorite play in this game is going to be the under. Yeah. Just because Phoenix, even while beating the Liberty, they scored 76 points. We've mentioned before the Liberty aren't exactly a good defensive team. Yeah. They only gave up 62, so I still don't know what the hell the Liberty were doing offensively in that game. Mm-hmm. But if the wings might be last second benching people and might pull some starters during the course of the game if mm-hmm. that ends up ha- if that ends up being a situation at the end, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to lean to the under because I l- I don't trust Phoenix's firepower and I question Dallas's motivation or desire to potentially bench starters throughout this game, or at least limit their minutes. I can't take an over.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm on the under as well, on different sides of that coin, but I, we are both on the under. Before we get into the lock and doll segment, I got to talk to you about Run Your Pool. They are the home of comp- competition, bringing sports fans and their circles, social circles. Wow, I cannot get this talking thing together. Wow, and I, we're on a podcast and I can't speak. So sorry, people. Either way, we're back. We're focused on Run Your Pool, where they offer every game type under the sun, from Pick'em to Survivor to Fantasy Pools. Doesn't matter, it's a one-stop shop for sports gaming, and we teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Free to enter. All you have to do is get over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com survivor. And Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform with millions and millions of players around the world. They've just surpassed four million users, and guess what? With the NFL season around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. Super excited about Sleeper because they're new over/under game where you can select. Props for those NFL players, whether it's rushing yards, passing yards, anything like that, over, under, and you can win 2 to 20 times the money you put into the contest. Stop what you're doing, download Sleeper right now. Sleeper.com SGP at Sleeper.com SGP. Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100, and you'll get added into our chat where we can ride out picks together. You can drop rear picks, we can drop our picks, and we can all make with tons of cash again go to sleeper.com slash so SGP to get your $100 match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply see sleeper's terms to use for details and lock and dog is brought to you by IPVanish the premier VPN of SGPN make sure you are encrypting your data at all times with IP Vanish without sacrificing speed on your computer tablet phone Firestick doesn't matter plus giving me an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with the 30 day money back guarantee go to sgp and use promo code SGP to claim your 70% off savings that's com slash SGP alright let's start this lock and dog segment for my lock I'm going to go with you're going to lay it with the mystics uh no, I'm not gonna live with the mystics. I, I think that's good. It's just I don't know. I really don't trust I really don't trust the 13 a half. Even though I like it, I don't trust it. Let's go with the Everybody's probably betting Liberty in that one. Let's go with a uh do I whether they really wanna go Liberty or do I wanna yeah, you know what? All right, no. Nah. I like the Atlanta to get out fast. I think Atlanta, Liberty start out slow, landing it out fast. Give me Atlanta first quarter money line. I like that one. Okay. For my dog, I will take Minnesota in the first half. Yeah. Minnesota in the first half. Baby dog. Baby, tiny dog. Or, or, or. Very, very small dog. But I think Minnesota has enough to at least make this a game, make it very, very competitive. And I'll take them in the first half to just go ahead and set the tone early, not take a chance in the second half with Seattle figuring things out. Minnesota first half money line.
1: OK, for me, this is going to be a bit tricky, but I'm going to go with the team total in this one. I'm going to take the fever team total under 72 and a half. OK. It's a really, really low number, but I think it's low for a reason. You're looking at the two meetings so far this season. Indiana scored 75 in the last meeting back in May, and they scored 70 in the first meeting. The 75-point performance there, uh, Mitchell had 26, and she's obviously not playing anymore. But we talked about how good the Mystics' defense has been all season long. They're one of the best defensive teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Fever had that really good first quarter or first half, I should say, against the against the Wings, and then did absolutely nothing the entire second half. But I'm looking at the Mystics recently defensively. They gave up 79 to the Sparks, gave up 93 to Chicago, and then gave up 73 to Seattle. Uh, gave up 75 to Seattle, 73 to the Aces. I think it's a very good get-right spot for this defense. And we know that Mm -hmm. defense is the calling card of this team. If we're talking about Washington, trying to get into the right frame of mind, going into the playoffs, Mm -hmm. it starts and ends with defense. I think Washington, if they potentially have some lapses offensively, we've seen that before, but defensively, I think they're going to put the clamps down and we know they want to slow the pace. So as a result, I'm going to go with the team total under for Indiana. All
0: right. For my oh your dog
1: yeah so for my dog in this one, one oh uh, this is really really tricky what do i want to do with this damn thing um every line is like one and a half <laughs> like this is really difficult to find any
0: serious value here but well, let me just go ahead and clarify mine real quick while you think okay. about it so i just went back and looked at the number so i have to flip mine the links are my lock Link's first half is my lot because it's actually at minus 105. And the dream money line for the first quarter is plus 110. So that's my dog. Okay. Uh,
1: For this one, I am going to go with, you know what? I'm going to pick something a little bit unique here. I'm going to go for a big dog in this one. Oh, let's go. I'm going to take Minnesota first half Seattle full game.
0: Let's go. Let's go. I like-
1: now, I don't have that exact price in front of me. Let me see. But oh. I can guarantee you it's going to be pretty big.
0: Yeah, it sounds, sounds like a pretty...
1: But I don't really Probably have any serious big. dogs here because it seems like every single game is like one and a half. And at that point, even the first halves don't count as dogs at that point. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'll I'll go with the same start to this game as you. I think Minnesota gets off to a pretty good lead in front of the home crowd. But I think over the course of 40... I think Seattle is going to wear them down. So for this overall uh, halftime full-time, I see Minnesota first half, Seattle full game at 6-1. to
0: Who? what? So I'm going to take that. That sounds very legit, actually. Yeah, so I'll I'll go with that that as my dog. I'm betting that too. All right. Anything else for the people before we get up out of here?
1: Not really. Uh, Looking forward to some intense WNBA action. I'm assuming we're going to have another episode some point this weekend, so stay tuned for that. Besides that, been enjoying some preseason action so far in football. We got, of course, some tennis going on. I got my podcast there, but a lot of content, a lot of NFL action
0: coming up soon. Looking forward to breaking it all down. Absolutely can't wait to show you everything we've been working on. Been doing a lot of work. Looking forward to it. Next week, we are dropping some NFL episodes on the NFL Gambling Podcast, so make sure when those drop, you come tap in with us. And the dynamic duo once again, make sure you subscribe to the WNBA Gambling Podcast. We're not done. We're not done, people. We still have a whole playoff run to go, and I cannot wait. We're coming back to you with a whole bunch of WNBA content, including the last games of the season, of the regular season. So make sure you subscribe, tap in with us, leave a review, do all of that jazz. Other than that, still, honestly, truly, no idea i might have it figured out for nba though we're, we're workshopping some things so i might have it figured out about the time the nba season come around Other boom shakalaka no, no no and no nba jam no, no 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 that wasn't that wasn't a good rendition though i didn't i didn't like that rendition all right guys we're we're just gonna end it like this rendition here okay. <laughs>